You've been listening to Ken Lane, the Mountain Gardener. Green thumbs learned while working in the Family Garden Center. Now welcome back to the Mountain Gardener. Lead off in uh, 10 seconds or so. You are tuned into the Mountain Gardener, uh, your host, Ken Lane, and my lovely, lovely assistant, Lisa Waters Lane. I said lovely. So anyway, Lisa, she comes in with your garden questions. Just what are people talking about in the landscape? What are your neighbors seeing in their yard? And we try to share that. Uh, mm -hmm. We get through this through emails or just things on the floor or just uh, people coming in. This, These are the top questions for this week. Lisa, welcome. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Good to be back. It is good to be back. So. <laughs> Don't you look anywhere, Don't but... you look forward to this segment every single week? I do. Actually, it's kind of hard to come up with topics every week. It is. 10 minutes nonstop. And then I do the other, you do two segments. I'm doing four. So yeah. an hour's worth of airtime. It's true. But you have a lot more words rolling around in your head than I do in mine. So. Anyway, what kind of questions we got? What do, you, sure. what do you got going on? Well, Sherry has a question. She moved into a home with some lovely grasses, uh, Carl Forrester, Pampas grass. And she wants to know, uh, do they have to be cut back, first sure. of all? And if so, what time of year do you do it? So your grasses are in all their glory right now. So pampas grass, uh, coral foresters, bunny grass. There's, there's, we've gotten some huge selections of grasses in. They're all in bloom. They're just stunning. They They're gorgeous. You let them bloom through the end of the year, usually sometime in January. They're, they're now tan colored. So their green is pretty much gone for most grasses. Sometimes mm -hmm. pampas can hold it a little longer. But you enjoy the structure. So even with just the plumes, and now they're straw colored. They're still really pretty, good texture, mm -hmm. colors, just interesting. And so enjoy those. Sometime in January, the snows come, there's been a rain or two, and they start to lay over, and then they start to lose their mm -hmm. shape. So that's your cue. Eh, you don't look so good anymore. I'm cutting you off. And then you go through and you cut them back. Mm -hmm. Most grasses, you're cutting back pretty much to ankle level. Uh, some, if they're really big, like pampas grass, you might go knee level or so, yeah. but you're cutting back to that curly cue or matted area mm -hmm. that you'll naturally see at the base of that grass, cut it back. And then in March, you're going to fertilize it again and it will start to, to grow back up and it grows and grows and grows. And then sometime in summer, it starts to plume again. And then it just does that through the end of the year. So it's got mm -hmm. a very long, pretty cycle to it. Right. Even with it's, whether it's green or, or brown or straw colored, sometimes they turn red, they turn mm -hmm. different colors. Mm -hmm. Enjoy that. Don't feel like you're rushed, but you prune back grasses after the new year through March or so. Mm -hmm. And then you just enjoy them the rest of the year. The main thing with grass is you need to fertilize them because they're very, mm -hmm. if you fertilize them more regularly, you, they get better color, they get chubbier, fuller, and the, the plumes on them will be very large and way more of them. If you don't fertilize them uh, at least three times a year, uh, the, 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 the like pampas grass, they're real thin and wispy. Yeah. They, just, they don't look, they look mangy, not right. sexy, voluptuous, pretty, just, <laughs> oh my gosh, look, look at me. Voluptuous. Well, some grasses are. <laughs> they, they have that pretty look to them. I don't that know. is true. 
that is true. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. So Did good idea to cut them back. Some people don't do it, but it really is healthier for them to be cut back. The one that doesn't get cut back would be like bear grass. B-E-A-R, oh, yeah. bear, the native That's one. That's not even really a true. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's called a grass. But yeah. don't cut that one because it's evergreen. Yuccas, those mm-hmm. are not grasses. They right. stay evergreen. Mm-hmm. So don't cut those back. And we're talking true ornamental grasses, not lawn. A pretty grass that's up, you know, knee high to head high, mm-hmm. somewhere in the yard. Those do better when they're cut back in the winter, early, early spring sometime. Yeah. Uh, and, and then if you don't, what happens is like pampas grass. It has brown stems, leaves coming out. And then you get some green ones. You get this mishmashed yeah. green brown. If you just cut it back, fertilize it, it'll all be green and pretty and just looks better, cleaner, neater. Okay. All right. Next question is from Anne. She's pulling out her summer veggies. Done. Tired of them. Just done. So she wants to put, get the bed ready for fall crops. And she wants to know, is it okay to plant rather, you know, quickly after you pull the summer ones out and what kind of nutrients and what would you add? Sure. Yeah. So that's a great, so we have three main planting seasons here, early spring. So really, yeah, really three early spring. So you're, you're planting all that leafy stuff. We're talking March and April, first part of May. Mm-hmm. It's still frosty, but it's, it's bright days. Those you're planting spinach and lettuce and kale and cabbage and bro- broccoli, Brussels sprouts, all those you're harvesting the flower or the foliage. Mm-hmm. Those things like the cold. So you plant them while it's still cold out. Then comes the summer planting season. That's what we're talking about. Cucumbers. Saying you're harvesting the fruit. Mm -hmm. So tomatoes, eggplants, uh, watermelons, pumpkins, things you're harvesting the fruit, not the foliage. Those are all summer plants. Mm -hmm. They don't like the cold. They like the heat. So typically the locals here, at least in the central highlands area of Arizona, we're we're planting after Mother's Day. That's typically the last frost. Typically, not always, but we'll start planting there. Then they're starting to lose production. So you've picked the eggplants off. And they just aren't producing like they were. The days are getting shorter. So plant the summer plants love, I mean, 24-7 daylight. If you could give it to them, 100 degrees, that's good. They're okay with all that heat. It's now cooling down and the nights are cool and the days are shorter. So they're starting to, some of those big tomatoes, they won't, they just aren't forming tomatoes like they were two months ago. Mm -hmm. So when they stop producing, rip them out of the ground. You're done with them. Why water those things? They don't need it. And then that frees up space for the next season, which is we have a whole nother fall season, kind of like the early spring, the same plants you plant in early, early spring, you can plant starting now and they'll produce right through winter. So kale, we, we pick a, a Swiss chard right through winter, mm-hmm. uh, uh, parsley, uh, spinach, all, all the winter, the things you're harvesting, the leafy things, those go in now. Mm-hmm. And so if you were to have, let's say, lettuce back in the summer, it turns this bitter off color. It doesn't it like the seed. heat. Yeah. It goes to seed. You plant it now. Taste, it just melts in your mouth. It's mm-hmm. just so you can get all these exotic varieties. So plant now. How to get the soil ready. Those summer plants are really big plants, and they they eat a lot of the nutrients. They use it up out of the soil. So you want to reintroduce that. So add some compost maybe even some manure. If it's a raised bed or or a container, add some more potting soil Mm -hmm. and just add some freshness into that soil and then start plugging right away. You can plant right now uh, through really Halloween or so. You got got quite an open window Mm -hmm. here and we've got crop rotations. The the fall crops are here. So all those starts, it's better to go with a start right now than a seed. I agree. So they root out faster. So Mm -hmm. I think I get more crop. 
I beat around the bush a couple of times, but I think we answered her question. Yes, do so. it. Yes. Yeah. And add stuff into your soil or freshen it back up. Fertilize, okay. fertilize, fertilize. Yep. Right. The all-purpose food and the fruit and uh, fruit and veggie food would be excellent. Fruit too. and veggie is probably ideal yeah. for those crops because we've loaded that particular food. We, we make our own foods with a lot of calcium. Mm -hmm. and the calcium is what brings out the flavor, it makes a cauliflower size head bigger, makes brings on more broccoli heads, makes them sweeter, better okay. tasting, and larger. All right. Well, our next question is from Ted. He had a large Arizona cypress that yeah. got taken out by a car. Part oh, of it got no. taken out. Oh, His hurts. question is, will will that put new branches out or is that always going to be a, a horrible <sighs> reminding scar? <laughs> it's always going to be a horrible reminding. Conifers. So so all your evergreens, the, 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 the things with needles typically are called conifers. So uh, mm -hmm. cypress, cedars, junipers, spruce, fir, they're all conifers. Mm -hmm. Conifers do not, typically their new growth comes on the tips, outer edges, and on the inside of the tree, if a major branch is broken off, the bark is so thick that the new leaf buds can't really come mm -hmm. through that bark. And so it never really grows on the inside of that tree. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what happened, but if the tree hit it, broke a branch and had a big mangy scar down the trunk, uh, paint it black. I mean, there's nothing you can really do. It's, Plant yeah. a tree in front of it. It's, it's not going to put new limbs out. Unfortunately not. Right. What you can do, what will happen is if you fertilize, I have to give it a really good dose. So that's for the all purpose plant food. Uh, that that's a better, it's more acidic. Mm -hmm. Evergreens love that food. Right. Put it on now, put it on again, let's say next March. And what you're going to do is not grow out of that mark, but grow, make the side branches to grow sideways mm -hmm. filler. So it'll fill in from the side branches. Mm -hmm. It'll finally grow that way because it gets all the sunlight. I wouldn't try to grow it out of the out of the trunk, but out of the whatever those side branches are. And yeah. yeah. Arizona cypress, they get 25 feet wide. I mean they're they're mm -hmm. they're magnificent. Encourage it to get wider and chubbier and it'll all be good. So should he oh, we're out of time. Never we mind. Are out of time. There we go. <laughs> good questions this week, folks. Ken and Lisa Lane. The Mountain Gardeners will be right encroaching now. on your privacy. We have just the solution. At Waters, we have an entire section of thick, bold plants dedicated to privacy. Fall is a time to plant a new privacy hedge, and we're here as advisors. Take a quick measurement and snap a picture before you come visit, and you'll quickly be living in privacy once again. Plus, our team of experts know how to plant to increase plant growth next spring. We'll show you how. Waters Garden Center. We know privacy in your backyard. You're listening to Ken Lane, a.k.a. The Mountain Gardener. Ken can be found throughout the week in Prescott at Waters Garden Center. Listen each week as he answers timely garden questions unique to mountain gardens. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.